Hey guys, Joe here, just jumping in before we actually get into the episode with a few items of pre-episode business. First of all, uh, pretty much the main reason that I'm having to do this is just to apologise for the sound quality on the last two episodes. Apparently Travis's computer decided it would be really, really fun to just record off his uh, laptop mic rather than the one he spent money on and that actually works. Uh, so yeah, apologies again, and this episode sounds uh, a lot better. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, I know we talked about a lot on Twitter, but we have a new logo, and it is absolutely fantastic. It is more than I ever could have dreamed would be a thing that I would have attached to a project I'm doing. Uh, as I say, we shouted out a lot on Twitter, but that art was done by Shanna Mayner, uh, at Shanna Mayner. Shanmanaart.tumblr.com. Yeah, so go follow her, look at her art. Uh, she is a wonderful human being, and she's actually guesting on an episode very soon, once we're done with this whole JoJo's Month thing. Let's see, is there any other items of business? Yes, uh, Travis and I have been talking a lot about what we can do with the new logo. So shirts might be a thing, if you want to wear my adorable face on your chest area and, I don't know, have people stop you in the street and go, hey, what's that shirt from? And you'd be embarrassed to tell them because it's from a dumb podcast. That'd be really cool. That is something that I would love. In a similar vein to that, at some point, uh, I don't know, Travis and I have been talking about Patreon and stuff like that to help get us better equipment, do some video stuff. Uh, both of those items are kind of if people are interested in them. And finally, involving interest. Coming up, we have a few guests coming up on the show. And if you would like to guest on an episode, doesn't really matter if you've had podcast experience before, as long as you actually enjoy anime and like talking about it to two idiots. Uh, and that's it. Pretty sure that's it. Something will come up, and I will have put the episode out already, so there's no way of me ever taking this back. That's it. Enjoy episode one of JoJo's Month. Welcome to another episode of WTF Anime, the show where I basically have to explain to everyone that King Crimson just works. Like, shut up, it just works. Totally not understanding that reference is my co-host Travis. Hey, what's up, Joe? Not a lot, not a lot. I'm just, you know, sat here recording this after watching manly men do manly things with bright colors. That's right, because it's JoJo's month. Woo! Yep, yep, yep. This will be all of through March is we're going to talk about the four parts of JoJo's bizarre adventure, at least uh, the ones that have been uh, animated at this point. 
because there is there is a whole lot more um currently still going in the manga form okay um do you have any history on this one uh because this might help me to figure some things out how old is this uh manga slash animated series this uh what do we say i guess series of manga all right i guess that's what we say i don't know uh it started off in the bygone days of uh 1987 so it is 30 years old this year um is when hirohiko araki first started uh part one phantom blood in weekly shonen jump which is somewhat familiar if you remember from uh our one punch man episode uh that's what one punch man is currently running in so it's kind of they're very much the same genre of actiony targeted towards a young male audience shonen is essentially that genre um but you know other people can enjoy it i enjoy it a lot and i'm not a young man anymore <laughs> boy I, and I'm certainly not. If if you are not a young man, I am certainly not a young man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this has been going for 30 years. Wow. Um, and it's currently still going. Part 8, Jojo Leon, is uh, going strong and as weird as ever. Oh yeah, uh, there's there's definitely some weird here that we can unpack. Uh it's it's nice it's nice for you because part one is the least weird of all of the parts. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna steadily ramp up just how fucking weird um JoJo's can get. But we won't get too we won't get too weird. We won't get um ooh, let's say part six weird. We won't get fucking around with gravity and time weird. Oh too bad. <laughs> but hey, for, for, oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Don't blame me. It hasn't been animated yet. <laughs> but uh, I guess we should uh, hit them to exactly which episode of JoJo's we watched today. Yeah. So we watched episode three, Youth with Dio. Uh, the main reason I picked episode three is because the first two episodes are spent solely being Dio is a fucking cunt. <laughs> that's the entirety of the first two episodes like he kicks a dog in the face and then puts it in a box and then puts it in the furnace for a butler to find and switch the furnace on and murder a dog he steals jojo jojo's girlfriend's first kiss that was a weird sentence to say um and that's one of the more famous parts of part one is uh <laughs> is i i do not know what that yeah. means <laughs> uh <laughs> Essentially, the line is, you thought your first kiss would be with Jojo, but it was with I, Dio. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> like, most of the villains in this show basically speak in I name, because every, every villain seems to be, like, super arrogant. Sure, sure. I, I get that uh, that feeling. Uh, now, I gotta say, the, the theme song, uh-huh. when it opened up, it reminded me very much of a Japanese version of like a Johnny Quest or Venture Brothers style uh, tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. In a weird way, it might be one of the most 
Americanized uh, theme songs to an anime opening, mostly because they actually just scream the name of uh, of the main character, which apparently is a thing. And there's a there's a reason it feels slightly more uh, Americanized. Um, Hirohiko Araki is a huge fan of Western music. Uh, for example, the ending song is Roundabout by Yes, which I heard a lot growing up. So when I heard that it was at the end, I was like, oh my god, they, they took the song and they did the things <laughs> with it. And I got very excited. Excellent. <laughs> but we will talk about the ge- the very general plot of what JoJo's is and focus a bit on into part one. So... JoJo's, in the broadest possible terms, is a story about fate and blood. Uh, we follow the Joestar bloodline as they deal with the curse of Dio, which manifests in various forms over the course of the uh, of the volumes. The sometimes it's a bit more direct, like Dio is actually in part one and part three. Uh, sometimes it's very abstract. Um, not abstract, but um, a few degrees removed from Dio himself, like his weird friend who he would sit around in his bedroom looking at pictures of the Mona Lisa and talking about whether they believe in gravity, for example. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's a deep cut right there. So they were getting high <laughs> in his bedroom, is what you're telling me. Hey, he was speaking to a man of God, and priests don't get high. Yeah, that's never been a thing. Winners don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And as we all know, the holy people are the most eternal of winners. Oh, you buddy. (laughs) I'm not touching that. (laughs) So the plot of Phantom Blood, part one of JoJo's, is uh, JoJo's mother discovers or comes into contact or just gets as a gift... um, it's yeah, a Mayan artifact that is essentially a stone mask. Um, okay, that's what that damn thing was. Yes, yeah. Uh and she dies tragically in a carriage accident. Like you do, yeah. Yeah. And her husband and Jojo, Jonathan Joestar, our first Jojo, uh are injured in the crash. Dario Brando, father to Dio, who we've mentioned several times now. Yes comes to the crash site to basically pick through like rich people's pockets. Judge's father wakes up and thinks, oh my god, this guy's saving me and my child. And he basically owes him a life debt, which Dario never cashes in despite being an extremely greedy person until he dies. And he says, take care of my son, because for the first time ever in my life, I'm going to prioritize him over me while I'm dying. Sure. <laughs> And so Dio comes to live in the Joestar estate, and he then proceeds to be a massive cunt, and then we get to episode three. All right, so there we go. We're up to speed with episode three, or where the beginning of episode three is. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing I have to say that I noticed that's very striking is the art style for this. And you know what? It gave me nostalgia to see it. It reminded me a lot of... Like the old Sega Genesis Fist of the North Star style games, everybody was kind of drawn like that. A little more Mm. pixelated, but definitely they had that vibe and the overly dramatic 80s style hair thing going on. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I think um, I think originally both part one and two were kind of uh, Araki's love uh, letter to uh, Fist of the North Star. That's why uh, Jonathan is very much like Kenshiro, and there is um, in later um, in later episodes you will see this, but they'll do like a repeated punch or a repeated attack and do that kind of Bruce Lee like <laughs> single <laughs> like single word repeated over and over again. Not quite as high pitched as the Adi Adi, uh, uh not quite as what does he say? He's like I I I or Adi Adi, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they swap it for a much more manly aura or Dora. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so let's actually break into this episode where we actually start off with Dio, uh, and Dio's been caught, apparently trying to poison Jojo's dad. Yeah? Yep, he's been working on this for some time. Uh, The vague reason that you get is because he wants to steal the Joestar fortune, and he thinks that, hey, if his dad dies, that means he leaves his fortune to his sons, and if I kill Jojo, then I get everything. But in the episode prior, he he basically comes up with this plan to use a stone mask that shoots stone tendrils out uh, when blood is touched to it, and he's like, cool, that'll kill a person. Uh, he tries it on some random drunks, and it turns him into a spoopy vampire who then dies because the sun comes up. <laughs> Oh, that mask. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. It'll, it'll never come back, except in part two, where it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, yeah, he gets caught. But the one thing I have to say is this show very much has a soap opera feel <laughs> where everything is not happening at the pace that it should happen. Yep. It's all slow and overdramatic. Every every last bit of it. It's just it's like a bro soap opera. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> yep, time is definitely a weird thing in this show. <laughs> there's there's a scene where they're falling for like 10 minutes. Yeah. They're like having a conversation yep. as they fall. <laughs> Having a conversation, then a monologue, then a flashback, and then back into the thing. Yeah. There was probably a fight in between there, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think a a lot of that comes from um, translating the initial manga into into animation. Like, there's so much character monologues going on that you can't fit all the dialogue and the character's internal thoughts into... Into actual action, how it would happen, you know. Yeah, it gives everything for human time, right? It gives it a really weird real time feel, um, as in movie real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's no way this happens at this speed. It, it almost, I, I don't know how to take it. It it throws me off because it's kind of like an action sequence, but it's going so slow it doesn't feel actiony. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So it it makes me feel a little out of sync, but (laughs) we're getting ahead of ourselves talking about that. Let's roll back to the plot. So 
Dio gets caught and he says, oh, no, I want to make amends. Well, he's secretly saying, I just need to distract Jojo so I can stab his ass, basically. Mm -hmm. And in comes the meddler. Ario Speedwagon to save the day. Yes, he's he's wearing a he's wearing a bowler and he has like the Japanese equivalent of Kiefer Sutherland's hair in the Lost Boys. Um, my my notes hey man, have him he, down as Douchey Watson. He rocks that mullet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally like like I said, it's 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 the overstylized Japanese version of Keith Sutherland's hair from the Lost Boys. That's one hundred percent what that is. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong. Um, oh, I know so, I'm not. <laughs> so Speedwagon basically followed uh, Jojo home from his excursion to find the poison uh, cellar as well as get the police in. Uh, basically, because he knew something was about to happen, and it's a good thing he did, because he then basically espouses the idea that Dio was bad since he was born and is not a victim of circumstance at all. He's just evil. That's so right. Evil. He he uh I believe he mentions that he he has a good nose and that Dio smells bad like a pile of puke was the literal line, which I was like, <laughs> oh, oh that's that is some dialogue. <laughs> yep, yep. In the it's funny, in the in the English one, um, I think he says something that he says something to the effect of like he smells like fire and brimstone. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really like the campy uh I really like the campy one in the uh actually I wanna make a note of this because I've watched both versions subbed and dubbed multiple times. There is just something so inherently brilliant about the Japanese version. Um, I, I don't know what it is. The only thing I can really point to is just the over-the-top, like, English words, like, just spliced in. Yeah, it, there's some things that don't feel quite right. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly does not feel of its time period for when it was actually produced, because this was more modern, yes? Uh, 2012, yeah. Yeah, definitely not any time 30 years ago, which is where it very much draws its nostalgia from. Hmm. I mean, there have been several other adaptations, maybe a bit closer, but they've all been not great, and this is like the first time they've had a big budget thing, like like JoJo's deserves, at least in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I I'll I'll be interested to see what they do more with it. One episode I don't think is enough to to be able to to judge this one way or the other. It was interesting, and like I said, the whole time I felt out of sync because action, but not action, is going on because apparently the author never met a monologue he didn't like. <laughs> uh well you you've helped solidify one of the picks i was going to make uh for part three. <laughs> oh, okay well <laughs> i'm glad to help you out buddy yeah thank you thank you for that we should probably get on to the actual big major thing that happens in this though yeah <laughs> let's let's do it so jojo and speedwagon reveal that the police are there and they're going to arrest Dio for... In the dramatic tearing of a curtain that just appeared to be hanging in the middle of a room <laughs> to hide an entire squad of police. This is a thing that the, happened. 
the Jojo Estate's curtains are exclusively made for dramatic reveals. Uh, <laughs> you know, as as shown later. Um, oh, I'm sure. I, I already get that feeling that this this is just a mansion of dramatic reveals. That's that's how this works. <laughs> yep. Uh, so so we get like the little thing of Jojo's dad being like, "I raised you as a son," and. All the good feely stuff before Dio wants his last request for Jojo to be the one to put the handcuffs in. Obviously, as we know, dramatic irony and stuff. So we can stab a bitch and get some blood on a mask. That's how how I do it. (laughs) How many times are you arrested? I'm not allowed to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) <laughs> so Dio's plan goes with off a hit, uh, off without a hitch, and Jojo's the one to arrest him, and he stabs a Joe star. He sure does, just not Jojo. <laughs> it's it's poor poor puppy, poor it, old sick mustached puppy, semi poisoned. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not been a good day. <laughs> no, no, not not particularly. First you learn your son was trying to kill you, and then he he kills you. <laughs> he succeeds at what he was planning on doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, it's not been an A day. And so then we get the dramatic Jojo holding, well, wait, no, I'm wrong. Stabs old man, and then Dio grabs some of the blood that's on the knife, puts the mask on his face, and rubs the blood on the mask. And rejects his humanity. Yes. Yes, he does. Because human schemes are so small. <laughs> yeah. You have to be an immortal vampire to be able to conduct <laughs> very convoluted schemes. That has always as... been my understanding of how it works, yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then he gets filled full of bullets and flies out of a window. <laughs> Yep, he sure does. And then they're just all kind of staring at the corpse for, I don't know, it felt like five minutes worth of talking. And then they go, oh yeah, Jojo's dad's dying. So they pan back to Jojo uh, cradling his father in his arms. Hmm. And we get the the nice little thing of, uh, you know, Jojo's dad knowing that Dario Brando was, had always like lied to him and was still just like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll still take care of your son or whatever life debt I still owe to you, just because he's a nice, upstanding gentleman. Yes, this seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a a death speech from a uh, dear old dad, where he hands off his mother's ring that he's wearing. His mother must have had really big fingers, or they have <laughs> really small fingers. One of the two, because it seems to fit Pop just fine. <laughs> And Jojo. <laughs> and Jojo. Where do you think he got all that muscles from? Clearly, clearly his missus was just like a circus freak or like strong person. <laughs> oh, see, I just thought that the muscles might have been from rage at having tiny, uh, tiny hands. <laughs> I did it. Okay. Okay. He just worked out staring at his hands angrily all day. Mm-hmm. That was JoJo's life before we, we got caught up to speed here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we get the we get the dramatic thing of 
dear or dad leaving this world and his spirit is gone forever. But as is continually a thing in JoJo's, he passes some power over to uh, to Jonathan because family ties and all that shenanigans. Sure, I've only watched the one episode, so I'll take your word. Yeah, good. <laughs> so now that we've been distracted with our death scene, time mm-hmm. to go look out the window again and <gasps> wait for it. Dun dun dun! The body—it's gone. It's just a mask lying there and a man hanging upside down, posing. Oh God! <laughs> Which then promptly rips the police officer's head in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before that, there was a little bit of blood, but not uh, not that level. This was one I wasn't sure which way it was going to go, and oh, it goes violent. <laughs> yep, it it can get super, super violent. A lot of people get turned into donuts. Um, I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> well, he... So Dio is a vampire now. Yes, he Shokara. is. I, I didn't spoil that at all. <laughs> Kills the first one by scooping his head off and then throws another guy so hard that his arm breaks off and impales Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so then we've got Dio advancing on everyone being like, yep, I'm going to kill you all. Uh, and... Jojo holds up, steals someone else's gun to not shoot him. Oh, yeah. Like, he could have emptied the entire gun with the slow walk the vampire is doing towards him. But he waits till that gun barrel is, like, literally right up against his head. (laughs) And then Speedwagon shoots him. Right. (laughs) If you're asking who shot first, Han or Jojo, it was Han. There's Mm. no doubt. <laughs> Han EO Speedwagon? No, that doesn't work. Sure. <laughs> Come on, man. Star Wars. I, I I've never seen it. This show's done. I, We're done. Now. I only watched I only watch <laughs> Japanese anime. I, I have no concept of Western media. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so we get a we get a couple of bullets in uh, Vampire Skull and surprise, surprise, it doesn't do a thing. And uh, Dio continues his slow walk, I'm trying to remember whether he's really monologuing. I think he's just being very silent and breathing. Uh, yeah, we have some more cop murder now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have cop murder, and then we have uh, the first look at what happens when you're drained entirely of blood, which is you turn into a zombie. Because why not smash uh, multiple uh, various monsters together? Hey, it works for me. Unless they're monster girls. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with monster girls, man? <laughs> Go back to episode three and you can find out. <laughs> All those many years ago. Or a couple weeks. Whatever. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now that we've gotten our cops good and murdered, because uh, we needed something to... Once again, this is more of the slow motion action sequences. This all seems like it should be flashy and quick, you know, done in standard anime time. But because of JoJo's, this is done at the speed of soap opera. Yep. And you are you are definitely not wrong on <laughs> slowness being a factor. So essentially, JoJo takes, takes up a spear, a giant ass spear that 
we have lying around because it's a Victorian mansion. Well, yeah, there was a suit of armor he took it off of. Yeah. And he's going to he's going to spear himself some vampire. Yep, he is going to take the spear to a vampire and puts it right through his hand and then Dio grabs it, turns it around <laughs> using the hand that has been speared through and then stabs Jojo in the shoulder because vampires be strong. <laughs> That's true. And It looks so odd because there's just like this small little tip of the spear kind of sticking out of his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And it's like you go to the next scene and you'd expect it to be gone. But no, he leaves that spear in there for like the next 10 minutes of this episode. It's crazy. (laughs) He leaves it in there just so he can do a thing later. Well, I know that now. Exactly. (laughs) So commence what I like to call uh, in movies the standard hero fight, where we're going to get big bad guy versus good guy, and bad guy's got to take the lead to start. So he's kicking JoJo's ass some more. And then we have a random stop for a flashback (laughs) to JoJo's youth. Yep. (laughs) They basically climb to the top of the roof. (laughs) Dio kicks him in the face. and He's like, this reminds me of that time where Dio was an asshole. Wasn't that all the times, though? You just went... (laughs) This reminds me of Dio's entire existence in life. There was a five-minute period... Five-minute? Five-year period where he wasn't such an asshole, but he was just secretly being an asshole so that he could get his degree in law. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Oh, really? This is the most ridiculous thing? Well, today. This is the most ridiculous thing I've heard today. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I mean, this sounds like something I would write when fueled by scotch. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I think we should just sit around and drink scotch, Joe, and see what we come up with as a plot. (laughs) Uh, I think we came up with the concept of this show. Probably. See? Proving my point. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so I think the the one thing we missed out slightly is that jo- uh, Jojo decided to set fire to the entire mansion, uh, which was only revealed to Dio after pulling back the dramatic reveal curtain. Oh, yes, that's uh, true. There, he set the fire trap and lit Dio on fire. Yeah. This is actually a moment where JoJo's does a thing that it does a lot, where they change the entire color palette. Oh, really? That's like a just like a an artistic signature of of the JoJo series, huh? Yeah, they just like you know they decide to go from red fire to purple fire, and blonde hair is also purple, but so is blue hair. They basically occasionally they get bored of having like normal colors, so they just like switch everything. And it looks it looks weird sometimes. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of that, you know what? You just reminded me of a thing that we skipped over that I wanted to go back to. When Dio first puts on that mask, and you get like this little breakaway scene where all the this power is coming out, and it's this like I call I've got notes here that says waves of gnarly because it's like the most eighties tastic color burst coming <laughs> out of this mask. To show that it's doing whatever it do. I mean, to be fair, the phrase 80s-tastic color burst is basically, like, shorthand for the plot of JoJo's. 
Fantastic. I nailed it. I got it, guys. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> I get a sticker and some more whiskey. Yay. <laughs> I, I will give you a digital uh, sticker through the power of the internet. <laughs> you started with stick. I didn't know if it was going to end with... Uh... Staph infection? I don't know. <laughs> Digital stimulation through the internet? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the After Dark show. There we go. After Dark. <laughs> so JoJo's entire plan through setting the mansion on fire is to get the fire hot enough so that it will actually burn away Dio before he can regenerate, and then just, like, chuck him through the roof and back into the inferno. He he, he did it. He did do it. And this is where we, when I said there was a long falling scene, oh, buddy, strap in. You went pee, right? Because this is going to be a minute. <laughs> yeah, so, so what happens? Jojo tackles him through a chimney or something, yeah. and then they, they fall for a bit. They have a chat for a bit. Oh, oh! Uh, quick, quick update though. Spear watch. It is still firmly planted in his shoulder. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad we've got you on that. Yes. Um, Dio then just rams his arm into the wall just to like stick himself in place, uh, delivering the immortal line of "Goodbye, Jojo." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. We're, we're back onto Spearwatch because Jojo finally pulls it out to give him, like, a foothold in the side of the of the wall, just so he can do a, uh, a excellent gymnast twirl and leap back up. He sure oh, does. Wait. <laughs> he doesn't reach quite far enough, so he starts falling for a few seconds again. Right. How long is his belt? This is what <laughs> I need to know. How long a belt does Jojo wear? Because... As he's falling, and remember, everything is running slower because JoJo's, it feels like he should be a good 10, 15 feet away. But nope, he just rips off his belt and whips it up there like uh, the the very best Indiana Jones impersonation. Mm -hmm. What I also love about the direction in this scene is, so Dio kicks him off uh, so that he can stay on the wall. Yes. Jojo then falls and disappears under the fire. And then we get a shot from Jojo's perspective, which is totally unobstructed by fire. <laughs> as he whips the belt up. Line of He's... sight means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> his infinitely long belt, his belt of holding. I don't fucking know. Nobody does. But he latches onto Dio and manages to pull him free. And then they hug a bit. They do. They decide, hey, I guess this is our death pact now. He's like, if I'm going, you're going with me. Mm -hmm. And again, they have another pretty long conversation. And we're starting to think that this is the tallest building ever made. <laughs> it's got to be close. <laughs> <laughs> but they come crashing down back into, I'd call it the... The main room, at least the room where most of the action is taking place, which it's we the had foyer. the foyer, yes, the foyer of many curtains <laughs> and suits of armor and suits of armor and, and pointy statues, and pointy statues, particularly of the Joe Star family guardian angel. <laughs> because, of course, because, of course, and in one of those most 80s of things where when the villain falls from a high place, he must be impaled by a thing. Dio is impaled by a thing. 
whether it was by the guidance of uh, his dead father or an impulse of living in the house for as long as he have, he kicks the wall and slams Dio right into the pointy urn? It's... She's carrying, like, a jug, but for some reason it just has, like, a spike on the end of it. Oh, yeah. And jug of, uh, Sharp Objects brand whiskey. I don't know. Um... <laughs> But yes, apparently <clears throat> that is the killing blow for a vampire in, in, in JoJo's is impaled by statue. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, being on fire. Well, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> and then somehow, despite um, falling directly in the middle of the foyer, like directly in front of the long staircase, JoJo flies out the front window and is like... Just, I mean, he's had his arms crushed. He's slightly burnt, but he's good. Jojo's alive. D don't forget the spear wound. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, how can I forget? I'm so glad we have you on spear watch. Spear watch. <laughs> I'm gonna do this the entire month. <laughs> Just looking for spears. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spear Joestar, the most feared of all the Joestar Bud Line. <laughs> no, oh, that's man. Ambulance Joestar. Oh, I, I know my next character when I roll up a character. It's, <laughs> it's Spear Joestar. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but that's, that's pretty much episode three. I mean, we get the lovely scene of Speedwagon being like, he killed the guy. And then we lead into Roundabout. Which is glorious. And then we have our Marvel after credit sequence. Yes. <laughs> so we have Wang Chen, the purveyor of poisons. Yes, his name is Wang Chen. Uh, basically searching for the stone mask so he can become a vampire. And then he gets grabbed from the rubble. And there is a purpley face there. Dun, dun, dun. Breathing and shit. Because Dio isn't dead. Because he's in part three. <laughs> very weird and technically in part five <laughs> but that's his that's his son we don't need to worry about that because it's not you're going too far down the rabbit hole man oh god no <laughs> <laughs> dio's not dead he's just riding a horse no stop <laughs> oh <laughs> so that was that was the uh that was episode three of uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 Phantom Blood. It's some crazy bullshit, but I think I could watch more of it and not be angry. That's, that's what I was looking for, because there's definitely a lot of things that, story-wise, you can poke a lot of holes in this. And we have done so now for coming up on, <laughs> like, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I the reason I love Jojo's is just, it's just good campy fun um i definitely have problems with part one specifically because as you pointed out multiple times there's action in it but it feels so slow and i i i know a few people that couldn't really get through just how slow the entirety of part one is and some people say like maybe you could skip it and i still I still think there's merit to watching it because there's a lot of fucking crazy shit that happens. But and it's also good to get a a baseline. But it's definitely not my favorite part of JoJo's. All right, we'll have to see uh, 
see what you got up next then. So speaking of which, next time on WTF Anime. So, as this is the month of JoJo's, we'll be rolling straight in to part two, Battle Tendency, episode 10, New York's JoJo. Okay, then. (laughs) So, now that we got that out of the way, how about some business, Joe? Business. If you would like to follow the show, uh, get updates and stuff of when we're releasing stuff, or, I don't know, maybe Travis and I just want to argue about Monster Girls, you can follow us at WTF Anime. And if you would like to email the show, give us recommendations for what shows we should watch and what shows we need to inflict upon each other, you can email us at WTFAnimeShow at gmail.com. Also pertinent, at some point we will be doing a full show review, kind of a different format. We're at what? We're at episode 9? Is this episode 9? I think it is episode 9. I'll have to check when I save it, but that sounds right. Yeah, we're almost at double digits, so at at some point in the future, uh, I think we'll really push for like a full series review. Hey, if we don't get many recommendations, I'll I'll just pick something because there's only twelve episodes of Monster Masume for Travis to watch. Oh, don't you, you son of a bitch! I will kill oh, you. <laughs> now it's gonna happen. Now it's gonna happen. Don't do and that. If- <laughs> if you'd like to contact me directly, I am at the Joe Hatfield. And where can they find you, Travis? You can find me at Dice Lobber. Excellent. So, like I've said, for the next uh, next three episodes, it's going to be all JoJo's. So we hope you uh, we hope you join us for all of those and just enjoy how confused Travis gets once. We really get it. All right. Why don't Why don't you uh, Why don't you bring us out on a uh, a nice JoJo's yell? <laughs> Come on, do it. Oh, you put so much pressure on me, and I'm downstairs, and people are sleeping. Oh, well, I guess you have to. JoJo. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Night, guys. Mm.